What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? What what happened? What happened? I don't know how I messed up already. We're three seconds in and it's already over. <laughs> we just we just have to go home now. Listen, podcast is over. I don't know what's going on. It's we too are, cold outside. We are no longer supplying episodes as of now. It's currently, fam. Look, it's currently fourteen degrees it's outside. It's supposed to be like negative twenty. With it feels like Monday. negative three. By midnight tonight, it's going to be a winter of negative 22. I do not live in Antarctica. I can't talk, bro. It's too cold. I do not live in Antarctica. I live in the middle of the USA. I live in Kansas, and it's freezing. Global warming, my guy. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Even More About Nothing. The Canteen Boys are in the building, back again, giving you quality content at excellent proportions. You know, we're just doing what we do. I go by the name of Mookie833 on all the Twitters, except on PlayStation. You already know why. If you don't know why, stop me in the street, approach me like a, fr- approach me like a friendly Earthside mammal, I'll tell you a story. Cross the table for me, rich homie Mattel. Go ahead and give him the socials. That's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> I, I'm i just going to leave that alone. But what's up, guys? Yeah. Just follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. Mine is a lot more uniform, and my PlayStation, uh, my PSN name, is something completely different. True. Do I regret making it? Maybe. But until we actually are able to change it, I'm just going to have to live with it. PlayStation 5, I need you to come through with the name changes. Come through dripping. Day one. Talk about come through dripping. Offset dropped one hell of an album. Really? You you enjoyed it? A lot. I mm. think it's the best one. Hmm. I, I honestly think it's the best one. Uh, the, of the solo. It, pro- it probably is the best one. Of the solo albums. I like takeoffs a lot. I Quavo's would, is garbage. I would agree with a lot more people that as of right now, Migos are batting uh 0 for 4 right now. 0 for 4? <laughs> Yikes! Y'all really? You and think they're not? I thought I was just being a hater because I'm not a Migos stand like that. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm a Migos stand. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a takeoff stand than anything else. But Offset's album's dope. Now I will say I did enjoy uh, J Cole hopping on the track on Offset's album. Uh, you like the Kendrick joint? Honestly, like, like I said, I might just be a hater. Honestly, I gotta say this: like Kendrick's dropped a lot, of, a lot of feature bars that I did not like at all. Yeah, like honestly, listen to that whole Little Wayne one maybe twice. Mm-hmm. It's too long. The songs are eight minutes long. I got that's that's fam. That is a those are some mixtapes. You can get the whole mixtape in eight minutes. Want to listen to one song for eight minutes? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that again, I might just be a hater. I am more along the lines of what people think they're bad. O for four. What is the O? What's the fourth one? Uh, Culture two. Y'all are drunk. <laughs> Y'all are drunk. Culture two is solid. I was just in the car today. Ooh, I gotta take that out to CD player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely gotta take that out yeah. to CD player. Uh, but no, it's same shenanigans, different week. Of course. What more could you ask for? Nothing more. Uh, a warmer climate. I was about to say. Nothing more than more sun and less snow. Yes. Yes. Ah, man. Let's talk about what we did this week. What did you do this week? Worked. Yup. Played Jump Force a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
What else happened? Yeah, that's about it. Played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Fam, the amount of times I've seen people comment, I beat Kingdom Hearts. I think maybe <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's stunning. Yeah, there's a staggering amount of like, what just happened? Oh yeah, it straight up is that when you play through the story, you'll understand why. It yeah, that fam. If if we get a trailer at E3 talking about Kingdom Hearts 3.5, I'm gonna lose my mind. No no no, they are definitely done with this saga and moving on to so. There shouldn't be a 3.5. There better not be a 3.5. Otherwise, I got problems. I'm suing. So, actually, this brings up a good question. With now being confirmed that they're bringing in DLCs, that, does that mean we're done with final mixes? I really hope so. But I doubt it. One can dream. Well, here's the thing. I feel like we're going to get a Kingdom Hearts 3.5 final evolution. And <laughs> well, this one does bring totality and like uh finality yeah to the Xehanort saga it's no mystery that he said this was the end of the Xehanort saga so by far this this does bring conclusion to that so what is the next Kingdom Hearts series game saga is it going to be called Kingdom Hearts or is it going to be called something else no it will be Kingdom Hearts and it will still follow Sora but then then the game's not over the game, they never said the game would be over. They said the saga would conclude, the Xehanort saga. Now, the they've, they've kind of sprinkled this in there. Uh, Tonks has uh, expressed his uh, disinterest and dislike disinterest. for a lot of it. Uh, but it's involving the, uh, the Lost Masters or the Secret Masters. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So from like the Unchained Key where yeah, the original yeah, yeah. Keyblade War happened. Yeah, 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 It's surrounding those masters. And who... It, Can we not call it Kingdom Hearts? Or is it... I was like, is Kingdom Hearts becoming Final Fantasy? Or Final Fantasy is like the title and then we get a semicolon and then we get the actual title of the specific game. Is that what Kingdom Hearts is turning into? Might as well at this point, because even though they just released three, they're probably like, what, anywhere from six to eight installment games? Yeah. So I can see where people will be like, yeah, it's becoming another Final Fantasy. But here's my thing. I don't know if I want this collaboration between Final Fantasy and Disney to continue. Why do you say that? Disney properties aren't as interesting to me if they're not going to pull the heavy hitters. If we're not getting Star Wars and actual Marvel characters, I don't want it. Now, there's a theory that's been running around. Because uh, Big Hero 6 is a Marvel property. Yes, I know. Disney get property. It. Well, it's a Marvel property that's owned by Disney, so technically it's a Disney property. Yeah. But if I'm uh, not getting Wolverine, well, Iron is, Man... Can you let me talk first? I, oh, go ahead. I'm okay. just salty because it's cold. So, with Kingdom Hearts 3... Straight up all Pixar worlds. No Final Fantasy whatsoever. Uh, yeah, just straight up no characters from Final Fantasy. You don't go to Radiant Garden or Hollow Bastion or any iteration of that. Um, but there have been two worlds confirmed for the next Kingdom Hearts installment uh, from the secret trailer that you get at the end of the game mm-hmm. um, that are very much uh, Final Fantasy byproducts. Uh, so 
they did confirm the world ends with you. And then also Verum Rex. Now, the theory is because they focus so much on Pixar properties in three, the next one is all going to be straight up like either Final Fantasy or some of those more. uh, I don't want to say like realistic, but the more realistic Disney properties. So maybe Star Wars, maybe more of the Marvel worlds to tie in and fit with the theme of the other Final Fantasy worlds that they're going to visit. I don't know if I like it because I kind of want Kingdom Hearts to end, and I want that I wanted to put that series to bed, and that's mostly based on my week interview. Uh, spent a lot of it doing homework. I gotta finish this. Go do more homework. Uh, but I was outside a little bit this week. Um, ended up running into a PS2 at an undisclosed location, and uh, the owner of the PS2 had four classics: SOCOM One, classic. SOCOM 2, classic. You guys already know my story with SOCOM 2. It's my first online shooter, and I was doing work. I also had Jet, the original Devil May Cry, and Max Payne, which I put some work in. So, aside from playing Division and them, school and work, PS2 is probably the most interesting part of my week. And with that done, it's your 17-minute intro. You get ready for your 32-minute outro. But let's go ahead and start the show. It feels like there's a lot that's happened, but at the same time, I look back and not a lot's happened. That's, that's I feel like a lot has happened, because it, but because it's so cold, it feels like one long day. Yeah. This whole week just felt like one unending day. This pure, just cold nonsense. Yes. Yes. I'd agree with that. I'd very much agree with that. I think that's why I'm like, I'm so wrapped up because I've been talking about Final Fantasy for the last like seven days. It just seems like the same day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about getting to Final Fantasy 14. We'll see. I Bandai Namco has a sale going on. Yeah. By the time this is out, you'll literally have one day to like take advantage of it. Where they're doing pretty much up to seventy five percent off most of their games mm-hmm. on the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. So that means, first of all, Ultimate Ninja Storm Legacy, so mm-hmm. all four Ultimate Ninja Storm games, mm-hmm. you can get for seventeen fifty. That's a lot of games. You can get Fighters for $23. It's not a bad deal. Uh, Burning Blood. $13. Like, 13 You can get Burning Blood, One Piece Burning Blood for 13 bucks. I don't know if that's disrespect or a deal. That Oh, that's a steal. <laughs> that is a steal. Burning Blood was such a good game. Such a good game. Uh, honestly, catch me on the six. If I have Sabo and Ace in the same squad, dog, you're not touching me. Actually, sorry. Sabo, uh, Marco, the first cap, uh, the first mate for, or the first lieutenant for Whitebeard's pirate crew. Marco the Phoenix, dog, you're not touching me. Oh, is that that fire team you kept using? I, ha- I hated that. Mm-hmm. That was a problematic time in my life. Yes. Uh... Yeah, they're all fire users. Now mm-hmm. I think about it. Mm-hmm. But that's beside the point. Uh, like I said, even though it feels like one long day, there has been quite a bit of stuff that happened. Pokemon uh, did have a direct earlier this week, mm-hmm. or earlier last week at this point, and they released a new game. Thus, that means new starters and a new region. 
more in tune with the main line, like the mainstream games. Yeah. But then there's like Let's Go. So they're take, they maybe take elements from that sticking in there, but it's still more true to the games you played growing up. Yeah. Now, with the introduction of the new starters, which one are you going with? Firestarter. That's what we're doing. Firestarter. Yeah. Score Bunny, straight up. There's a guy on Twitter who uh, was, he's uh, like an illustrator, and he's like Team Score Bunny. So what he did was he took Score Bunny Drew, but he drew on uh, some high-top Nikes. So, and they're kind of like inverse colors of the Fire Reds. Ooh. If he ain't if if Score Bunny ain't running around in some Jordan ones, somebody messed up. But the Fire Red Fours, I can see Score Bunny getting dubs in that. Yes, all the time. And like the way he's just running around taking off. <laughs> uh, Better put your Nikes, bro. Yeah. Shout out to Ti for one of the most classic bro, lines. Yes. I'm fast as lightning, bro. You better use your Nikes, bro. Uh, but they also came out with the trailer not only for Detective Pikachu but for the CG remake of Mewtwo Strikes Back. You're not into it but I'm kind of into it. I have feelings about it. Let's talk about our feelings, dog. I don't... That's not a good idea. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. That is not a good idea. Well, on that note, let's not talk (laughs) about our feelings. I'm kind of into it. You're deaf. You have feelings. We'll just say that. Yeah, and it it goes back because... Uh, several episodes ago, we had Chance Chamberlain on over at Track Record. Shout out Track Record podcast. Um, the whole Track Record media team over there. Yeah, they talk. He talked about uh, that Hollywood is just in this big cycle of uh, like they're they're pretty cyclical. They're just remaking what once did good. Yeah, and there's no originality or ingenuity to it. Uh, now it's cool for one off. So like they had the 20th anniversary for Pokemon, and they had Pokemon I Choose You. Like that's cool. But if you're remaking every chance you get, then how are you pushing the brand forward? Fam, I don't know what's going on in Hollywood or the gaming industry, but something just told me to pick up my phone, and I get on Instagram, and the first thing I see. Dead or Alive Season 6, Dead or Alive 6 has Season 1 as Season Pass. Season 1 is $93. $93? $93. Bruh, it comes with two characters and 62 costumes for $93. Nah, fam, I'm sick with the Bandai Namco deal. I don't know what's going on in Hollywood or the gaming industry. Who's paying $93 for a season pass? What are you going to do when season two comes around? Right. I'm sure as heck. I won't even pay like $2 for season two. And all I got to say is is like, I don't want to be presumptive or assuming, but Dead or Alive is known for like releasing costumes that aren't really covering anything. $93 is a lot of money to pay for three bikini sets, my guy. Mm. And two characters? I need 92 characters for $93, man. What's happening? Dog, I better get a skin that makes me fly. That that, that, invincibility. That season pass better give me a job in a first-class flight. That's all I'm saying, my guy. All the airline points. Yo, speaking of which, I'm I'm surprised I did not mention this. I signed up for airline miles this week. (laughs) 
Or which airline? If you if you say Spirit, I'm gonna like return it. Return those miles now. So actually, United. Nice. They got their miles never expire. Ooh, yes, I did see that, and I was like, yes, because. I learned something interesting. So let me impart some wisdom upon you guys that are listening to this podcast. Welcome to the budget podcast. (laughs) Welcome Uh, to the budget section of our podcast. Yeah, so. Budget boys are in town. Budget boys, the no budget boys. Uh, So let me just go ahead and throw a disclaimer. Everything we do say is uh, based off of our own research. It is not financial advice. It is not financial advice. This is just things we've experienced, choices that we've made. Anything you hear, say, or participate in, we can't be held responsible for because we're just talking. Exactly. So we're just covering ourselves. Not that we would try to lead you guys astray. Ever. But if something were to happen and something messes up and you get caught flat-footed, it wasn't me. It wasn't us. <laughs> In the words of Shaggy, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. But uh, so this year, one of, uh, not necessarily resolution, but one of the things that I wanted to do this year was to travel a little bit more. And so people are always just like, oh, traveling can be so expensive. And that's right. If you're doing it wrong, mm-hmm. it could be so expensive. Um, so I've been really putting my ear to the ground, finding ways to travel or find cheaper ways to travel, like how to do that, yeah. um, to make the best, like with a limited budget or try to maximize a limited budget rather. Uh, and so talking about all these like apps, so there's like Hopper app where you can keep track of flights and like flying out of different cities and it'll literally alert you when prices like drop or go up and stuff like that. So I booked a flight to Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for later in the year, and so uh, I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be cool. Um, super excited to go." Uh, and then, like a couple weeks later, I remember I was listening to a podcast by Sarah Dici. She's a YouTuber. Uh, she sits down with like other YouTubers, like CEOs and stuff like that. It's called That Creative Life. So go check it out. Uh, and she had these YouTubers on that do travel videos and stuff like that. And so they were talking about like how they're able to get all these cheap flights and like finding the best deals and stuff like that. And what they talked about was maximizing your airline miles or your like air points and stuff like that. So I learned that there are three major alliances in the airline industries. I didn't know if you know this. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm part of the Star Alliance, my guy. Dude, I'm Star Alliance. Uh, yeah, I'm Star Alliance too. Listen. Wait, wait, wait. Which one do you do? Oh, friend. I'm Star Alliance. Air France, United. Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, don't, don't talk about Star Alliance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know about the Star Alliance, yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, there's like three major ones. Uh, Star Alliance, something else, and something else. Like, Google it. I'm not, like, I'm not just, yeah, I'm giving you this. But we are apparently now part of Star Alliance because I signed up for Airline Miles with United. What I didn't know was the because it's within the alliance my airline or my air miles number for united i can use across all those other airlines to gather up the points or rack them up and stuff like that so my flight to barcelona is through ta portugal yeah yeah and because that i was just like well i've already booked this flight i might as well just look up what alliance with it it is and whatever like airlines here in the United States, I'll just use that one. And I saw it was United, so I was like Star Alliance, gang gang, threw it in there, and next thing you know, come November, I'm gonna be racking up some points. Facts. And here's the thing, if you fly within the same Star Alliance for like, I think a year, like if you make so many trips within a year, they give you, they just give you 10,000 points for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, we bought, like when we all went to Dubai, it was like four or five years ago now, like, it was me, mom's, pops, my sister, and my brother. 
fam, all of us caught a free 10,000 miles. Like, in addition to, like, the amount of miles it took to fly. Because we flew here. We flew from Kansas City to Detroit. Detroit to France. Spent a day and a half in France. Or half a day in France. And then from France to Dubai. And then did the same thing on the way back. So many miles. So many mm-hmm. miles. And then, I'm not a credit card person. Some of you are. If they you res- do have the credit yeah, card. I'm at, I, I am never, ever in my life going to advise you to get a credit card. But you, if you were responsible enough to get a credit card, again, I'm not telling you to. They, they they literally just roll in the points. It's all, they they roll in the points on a wheelbarrow. They come to the crib like, yo, we got your points. Mm-hmm. So many points. I think with United, if you sign up for their credit card, they give you like forty thousand points. If you get there's a certain there's a certain alliance that's like in bed with Amex, fam. I don't know what they do over there, but they got their own lounge. They got their own seating section. United has a lounge. Yeah, United got a lounge, but the Amex lounge is a whole different lounge, bro. They got beds in there. Not like, oh, you you got a bench that's a bed. They have beds. They got showers. Bro, they had, they had croissants in there. I was upset. I, wanted, I was so upset. I was so upset I couldn't get a croissant for the Amex thing. Yeah, they don't even let you in there unless you have an Amex card. Dang. Yeah. It really do be like that. Anyway, thanks for joining uh, the bu- No Budget Boys podcast. No, bu- no Budget Boys Travel Edition. Back to regular schedule nonsense. But, uh, yeah, all these remakes that they're doing with uh, Pokemon, uh, now Pokemon, I-, I don't know. I just want something different. Like, and I-, I really liked it when they had, like, different movies or different takes on the regions that Ash is going to. One of my favorite movies, hands down, is uh, well, Pokemon 2000 obviously classic because uh, it dealt with the legendary birds and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also loved not only the Celebi movie, uh, Celebi movie was dope, Pokemon Forever, and then ah, uh, dang it, which one was it? Says he loves movie, can't remember the name of it. Uh, the one that had Latias and Latios in it. I remember I, like, watching that movie, but not being terribly interested in it. Yeah, like I, I really liked that movie. Uh, but all these going back and remaking it, I get it. There's a younger generation that doesn't know about it, but they also have different interests than we did. True. Like culturally, they have different mindsets than going back to it now. Which is why I'm not sure Space Jam 2 is going to work. Yes, we go back to it. We talked about that, like how you can't take A plus B plus D and still expect it to be the same as A plus B plus C. Yeah. Like, that's how you do it. Like, you're going to have to rearrange and do, like, D times X plus Z, and that may equal A plus B plus C. Fam, I know one math equation. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It's the only math equation I know. Or Einstein's uh, E equals MC squared. That's, is that a math equation? I thought it was a uh, science equation. It's a, uh, it's, I think it's relativity. Yeah, it's that, theory of relativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's lots of them. Somehow, I'm still remembering it. Uh, speaking of which, so I just, <laughs> I just, I just knew for some reason I will never forget. One of my professors at one point in my educational career was like, "This is something you're gonna want to remember for the rest of your life. So memorize it. A squared plus B squared equals C." I have never used that like ever. The only now math can be found in everything if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. But the only 
like higher level math, like on the calculus level, like I've told you people this a thousand times. Calculus is the base form of math. Everything else was created to understand calculus. That's <laughs> how it is. True. That's how it is. Uh, unless you are heavy into like financial coding, or if you are an engineer of some sort, or you are uh, a nuclear physicist or chemist of some like deep in science and math, like you have. I, like you are trying to build a nuclear bomb, or, or launch anything, or launch a rocket to space, or or anything that's within a fifty throw radius around that in your profession. You, those are the only people that use math like that every single day. The only people. True. Other than that, A plus B times C is the most everyday people will ever have to think about, and True. that's a stretch. Facts. So, Comment in the comment section what how much math you use on a daily basis. But I need to know this. Speaking of speaking of that, I was uh, at Starbucks, and I go there pretty frequently. So a lot of the people that work there know me. They know my face. Uh, but somehow my name was still misspelled. Instead of two T's, they gave it one T. Mm. Uh, and so the then, like, disrespect. So I put it on my story. I was like so close. Dot dot dot. And then someone literally commented, "Math." Dot dot dot. Ew. <laughs> and I, I just looked at it. I was like, I can't be mad, but I'm pissed. <laughs> the disrespect. Guys, clearly we're, we're cold and distracted. It's really cold outside. Mm, uh, but we're not the only ones getting disrespected out here. Ooh, no, 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 we're not. Uh, Netflix. Or rather, Marvel feels done dirty by Netflix. But here's my thing, though. Is it really Netflix's fault? Or is Disney really doing the Mar- overload I think thing? Marvel's really just pointing fingers. Because I think Netflix is smart cutting them off. Like, it sucks that they're no longer going to be on there. Even though they really only have, like, two good shows on there. Uh, because they're all going to go to their own streaming service anyways. Yeah. So, it's just good business. Like, could they maximize it? They probably could, but at the same time, it's like you're playing a dangerous game. Like, at what point is it going to bite you in the butt and then you end up, like, losing more money because you didn't plan for it to be this soon or whatever? So Netflix has been pretty smart generally about what shows they're bringing on and not necessarily when they release them because, as we all know, they spent so much money to keep friends. So much money. But that's neither here nor there. Uh and, like, even just the original content that they're putting on. Like, a lot of people are talking about the Umbrella Academy. Fam, I have yet to make it through episode one. Every time I put it on, I go straight to sleep. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but everyone keeps talking about the Umbrella Academy. I, I, people have not shut up about it. Ben Affleck, who's no longer Batman, is now in a new Netflix movie coming out March 13th about drug lords. Yeah. Well, I think it's former Navy SEALs who get back home from the war and are broke and the VA's trash. So they start... Oh, take, so just real life. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> so they start... Not to affect anyone, but like... Oh, I can't. No, but but like, it's so it, true. But it's true. Like, our country really hasn't done that well. Like, treating the, uh, the veterans the VA that come back. The, so trash. The people that sacrifice the most for our country, first of all, thank you. But our country doesn't do that great. Yeah, no, the VA is real bad. Like, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so they started attacking drug lords. Does it go good? Does it go bad? Who knows? We'll find out March 13th. <laughs> next time on the next episode of Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, before we even... Like, it's just good business for them. 
that's all boils down to. And then Marvel comes out with this long statement saying we like pretty much screw Netflix. We were uh, like we liked what we had going, whatever. But everyone knows what they're playing at. They're playing mind games at this point. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. It's a matter of when they're going to reboot, if they reboot, onto a new network. That's all it is. Hulu is what everyone's thinking. Yeah. If you, if everyone, Hulu? Mookie, why would they go to Hulu? Let's do some business. The No Bunch of Boys is back in the building. They just The No Bunch of Boys are hanging out in the building. If you don't know, what corporations do is they segment their businesses into smaller sub-businesses. Generally, the big corporation is known as an umbrella corporation. That would be Walt Disney Studios. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney Studios just captured a huge majority of Fox. And guess who owns Hulu? That would be Fox. Ding, ding. Get what we're saying here? So, yeah, we've been hearing rumors and lots of rumors about, hey, Disney's going to start their own streaming service. Nah, they're just going to take whatever Hulu has and either copy it or just dump everything on there. True. It would it would make sense for Disney to put out another thing, but then you're cannibalizing your own profits. Mm-hmm. Disney's been around this long because they're really good at one thing, being profitable. If, if you own Disney stock, you know what I mean. Straight up. Like, most people don't realize that, uh, first of all, they own Star Wars. Yes. They own uh, ESPN, ESPN. And now they own Fox. Literally what... Like they, and they, it's not they, just like Fox. They own Fox Studios. Yeah. So like all the like the production, Fox Cinema, Fox TV. I think they own Fox News at this point. Anything related to Fox, the entertainment company, Disney now owns a majority share. So, and for those of you that don't understand like the magnetism or like the gravity of that, at this point, that means. In terms of mainstream media, whether that's large screen, small screen, there's probably anywhere from uh, 0.5 to like 5% that Disney does not have their hand in. True. Or at least per my math, which could be really bad. <laughs> but like, you know, it's like no bunch of boys in the building. We just say numbers. We just wait for Ricky Report to come out. That's how right. we check our facts. <laughs> uh but yeah, so they they could just be dumping everything on there. And I mean, they already have a bunch of stuff on there. Like, they already have Cloak and Dagger, which I believe... And I know that's on Freeform, uh, which dumps into Hulu. And then uh, they also have, like, Legion and mm-hmm. Gifted and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they mm-hmm. do already have, start to have the catalog. But then it breaks down to what are they going to do with the movies. True. Because the, they do have some deals with Netflix for the movies. Uh, Infinity Wars on there currently. I think Ragnarok is still Ragnarok on there. Ragnarok is still on there. Um, Doctor Strange is still on there. Is far, uh, Homecoming still on there? Homecoming no? still on there. Um, Ant Man is on there. So, at some point, we don't know whether that's going to be later this year uh, or if it's going to trickle in the next year, like once they start phase four. Now, that's an interesting question. Does that mean Far From Home is the official starter phase four? I don't see how it's not. Or is Endgame the starter phase four? Hmm. I think I not honestly the ending, but the beginning. I would say End Endgame is the beginning of phase four. 
end like end game is is a is ooh double entendre. Yes, it is the end of phase three and at the same time the beginning of phase four. That is interesting. Interesting indeed, because we do know that Black Panther two is still going to happen. Yes, uh, we don't know where Thor stands as of right now, nor do we know about Guardians and. If you've seen the t- two newest posters that just came out, apparently we got dead bodies. We have been deceived by these posters before. Yeah. But I have to say that. They ain't nothing new. The Russo brothers do be playing mind games. Real mind games. But the two posters that recently just came out, um, Thanos, with the Infinity Glow still in his hand, is holding two skulls. One, he's holding one skull on one poster and another skull on another poster. One skull is diagonally placed with Captain America's mask, and the other skull is diagonally placed on the opposite direction with Iron Man's mask. Are they dead dead or are they moved on from the superhero game? The only thing that's really been confirmed is that Chris Evans has been done filming Mm -hmm. and has retired air quotes. Yeah. From From being Captain America. America. Still Captain America, but he's no longer Captain America. Yeah. Saw my guy at the Grammys. He's Captain America. He's Captain America. For life. He doesn't have a choice. Rolls from the ashes. (laughs) Human torch. No pun (laughs) You did that on purpose. (laughs) You have to. Uh, Honestly, like, maybe just because of the caliber of actors they are. Now, I know people have their qualms with, like, how they are as actors, but... Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan can survive being the human torch? <laughs> anybody can. Well, I don't know about anybody can, but if anyone can do it, those two could. True. Uh, but with the way they are moving towards Phase 4, uh, the only thing that's been confirmed is that Chris Evans is done filming as Captain America. And this was it was no secret that this was going to be his last movie. Unless they had a movie extension deal, which they aren't uh, like new to, because essentially Robert Downey Jr. has been running on movie extensions. Yeah. Uh, so we're not quite sure if Robert Downey Jr. is done as well. People think more than likely. He but said he, he himself. He's put out a couple tweets that said he said goodbye to the suit for the final time. Really, when did he tweet that? Uh. I think it was around the same time Chris Evans did because I think he quoted Chris Evans and was like, it was like, it's been a fun run, but I've also said goodbye to the suit. Hmm. So Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I could be yeah, thoroughly yeah. wrong. Yeah, we'll, we'll, wait the, Rick, we'll wait for the Ricky Rick report. report. <laughs> uh, so we do know Chris Evans for sure is done, Yeah. barring an extension of some sort. Or they might use him as, like, a cameo or something like that. Yeah, I mean, he did pop up in that video in yeah. Homecoming. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. still kind of hanging in the balance. We Happy. don't know about... Happy is still around. Happy is still around. <laughs> if, if, anything has come, if anything good has come out of this, we know that Happy is still around. And also, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow said she's done after this one, yes. too. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow Yeah, that, that's her name, right? Gwyneth Paltrow? I'm pretty, Pepper Potts is done. Yeah, she's done. I'm pretty sure that's her name. Someone the amazing is, actress who plays Pepper is done. Uh, I'm not trying to catch no slack. Uh, we don't know whether Scarlett Johansson is done. They're still doing the Black Widow movie, but that's more of a prequel. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's in flux. Like, who's moving on into Phase 4? We know one thing for sure, like, 
we're more than 50% sure Chadwick Boseman will still reprise as Black Panther. I think that's fair to say. I think it's fair to say. Um, now, they could they throw us a curveball? They could. We, the couple curveballs that are out here is, uh, um, what is her name? Shuri. Shuri could take over as Black Panther. We've also seen, um, not Nakia, Okoye, what's her name? Uh, Okoye was uh, <laughs> the way. <laughs> yeah. The Wig Snatcher. Okoye, the Wig Snatcher. Um, we've also heard stories about Okoye possibly being the Black Panther. Now, that is not canonical in any comics that I remember, but um, Coogler pretty much has a blank check and a blank script. He can do he whatever he wants. He has two blank checks. <laughs> He's got two blank checks. He's got a blank check and a blank, blank script. He can do whatever he wants. Um, so, we'll see. But, so... It's more than certain that he's moving on to Phase 4. We still have Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Uh, but then also with Captain Marvel being into the fold. Captain Marvel comes out this week. Mm-hmm. And critics are loving it. Especially with the scrolls. But fans aren't so much. Or at least there seems to be a lot of trolls. Yeah. And a lot of people, at least that I've talked to, and I myself... And straight up just, like, going to go watch it because it's going to happen. And from that point, we're going into Endgame. So I'm watching it just to be in on the loop. No expectations. I'm going into this one like I went into, like, most Avengers movies. I've seen one trailer. This one I really, really, really have no expectations for because I have no... I honestly kind of, like, am dismayed at the way they're portraying Captain Marvel to be this gargantuan savior. I'm not saying Captain Marvel isn't a dope character, but... She's pretty powerful. She's pretty powerful, but in the comic books, she's not the one that does the things that she's being propped up to be in this movie or, like, people are propping her up to be. So I'm just like, I feel like you guys are setting yourself up for failure. Um, And B, like, yeah, but she's no Adam Warlock. Yeah. Which we got, like, a sneak teaser for and then it just disappeared into the ether. Yeah. And again, we have no idea where Guardians stand as of right now. And, like, everyone was talking about that Thanos... What are we still getting a Galacticus? Who knows? Because if we're going to talk about big purple dudes that are bad, Galacticus beats Thanos every time. You thought Thanos was bad. <laughs> Go read some Galacticus. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Uh, but critics seem to be loving <laughs> Captain Marvel. I, I, I guess every, we'll just have to see. Yeah, every, like from what they've been saying, they're super excited about it, uh, and really think that the scrolls are gonna power uh, the MCU moving forward. Uh, even someone quoted them like the scrolls being the Infinity Stones of Marvel's Phase Four, mm. and it, I mean it does set up for interesting storylines because like if, the Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret Wars. Um, the, and the thing about the scrolls that really interests me means that Doctor Strange will be playing a much, much heavier role. Mm-hmm. Magic is his domain, after all. Now, what makes this even interesting is can they 
do, uh, can they kind of like throw in a, a, a sneak feature and pull a Marvel Comics with Nazi Captain America? That happens. I would be super excited. First of all, so many people would be pissed. So many people would be pissed. So many people. Listen, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was one of the most interesting things that's done with that character. In a ve- Listen, Captain America got real boring. Real boring. Um, He's cookie-cutter American. True. I mean, like, even when Falcon was Captain America, that was more interesting than what we had. Um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah, buggy. Um, Mr. Mr. Rogers just got a little bit boring, man. And not you mean you don't like a shield carrying motorcycle riding Captain America? I mean, you can that character can only be so interesting for so long. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole Hydra switch up was such a, a actual 180 from everything we believed that character be that it actually made him interesting again. Yeah, he's uh Straight up the Superman of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, except the, only, the, only, the only thing that makes Superman interesting is that he's an alien. He's an alien, and like honestly, even Spider-Man is more emotional. Like, sorry, Superman is Superman is more emotionally dynamic than mm-hmm. Captain America ever was. Yeah, true. Like Captain America, like I don't, th- I don't remember. And correct me if I'm wrong. Captain America has never actually crossed the line of killing anyone. Not that I can remember from, like, my memory. Correct me in the comment section. I'm sure Ricky will uh, in the Ricky Report whenever that drops. Uh, fun fact. I'm pretty sure comics are not his strong suit, so he would not be able to. Aha! A loophole I have found. A loophole. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Superman has crossed that line many times. At one point, he crossed the line so much, Batman had to go grab him and bring him back to the light side. I mean, we've had Red Sun Superman, like... So we have Biotic Superman, we have Steel, um, Superman 3000, Ultimate Superman, like variation um, and diversity exists within the Superman ethos. And Captain had, America, not so much. We've had like four Captain Americas, Max. Are we counting the horse? No, that was Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting an actual horse was Thor for a while. Oh, man. If you're worthy, man. If you're worthy, <laughs> catch these hands uh, and these hooves. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but all that to say, like like I said, me for the most part for Captain Marvel, I am just, it's going to happen. Yeah. Some would say I'm disinterested. I do not care. That would, uh... That'd be a fair assumption. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, I said, I'm mm-hmm. just there because I need to know what's happening going into Endgame, where yeah. we're at, and because I want to see uh, how they're going to uh, CGI young Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I'm not sure if this is CGI or just makeup because to oh, me it looks yeah, more yeah. like makeup. Oh, yeah, more makeup. They because they did that weird thing in. Uh, they did it twice. They did it first in episode eight. No, well, I'm talking about strictly for Marvel. Okay, well, uh, when they did as far Tony. as the Disney umbrella, they did it in episode eight first mm-hmm. with young Leia, and then, and then they Robert did Downey it Jr. with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in Infinity War. So was that Infinity? No, that was Civil War. Civil War. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what they did something in Infinity War, didn't they? Did they? Or was that a recap? 
I thought they did something in Infinity War, but it maybe was, it was Civil it was, War. It was Civil War because uh, they started at the uh, MIT. Yeah, you're and right. And right, right. lady in the backstage. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but with so many people, because a lot of people are in the same boat as us, disinterested. But there are people that are even on the other side, straight up just gonna troll it. I have seen people say like Brie Larson kind of started the smoke, and the trolls were like, "Oh, you do not want this," and they they actually started a fire. <laughs> so much so that Rotten, Rotten Tomato of all places is changing their fan response system. Yes. Uh, so, for those of you that uh, have only heard Rotten Tomato in name and aren't sure what they do, they do movie reviews. Uh, so, they have critic scores, but then they have audience scores as well. Mm-hmm. So, and don't be confused. The way that the rating system works is that if it has like a rot, like a critic score of like 75%, that just means 75% of the critics agree it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that it's like a rating of how good the movie is. It's just like 75% of them agree it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. So it's more of like a yes, no, rather than a 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same is true with the audience reviews as well. And because of that, said trolls a lot of times would go in and they would just like literally just lay the groundwork the groundwork and just smash through any wall be like it's like Wiley Coyote all over again yes Fan, I felt yes. so bad for that Coyote except he actually catches Roadrunner yeah you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what happens and uh, it's not that it hasn't been a problem before but it's the first time it's caused such a problem mm-hmm. that the corporation, Rotten Tomato, either had their hand forced to change the system or they felt the need to change the system. Yes. Now, the only other time this has happened was when Taylor Swift got so many gunshot comments in her comment section, Apple changed it to a water gun. <laughs> That's why they changed it. You didn't know about this? Oh, man. Taylor. Yeah. Kim Kardashian put out the leaked, leaked the audio of Taylor talking slander. She got some nonsense in her comment section. Instagram deactivated her comment section for her. And Apple was like, mm, we're not trying to be part of this problem. Here's a water gun. <laughs> I just knew I woke up one day and it was a water gun. <laughs> You're like, wait, like, what? Yeah, man, what happened? Was y'all being that wild? Yeah. Taylor, yeah. It was all because of Taylor Swift. Uh, the power of white women. Right. <laughs> uh... But let us know what you think of Rotten Tomato changing the way audience reviews uh, movies. Do you think it's more limiting? Do you think it allows more freedom of speech? Or do you think this is just more fire for fuel for the fire that are trolls? I, I, I kind of like trolls, though. Up to a certain extent. Yeah. Have I trolled before? Oh, most definitely. Of course. If you don't troll at least once in your life, you're not living life. But then at the same time, you get people like what's happening with Captain Marvel. Then you also have Star Wars fans. Mm, Yeah. Like, I say Star Wars fans because, let's face it, y'all are trolls. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's literally no other way to describe it. You're a Star Wars fan. Sorry about it. You're a troll. 
not that you're a troll, but the general populace. We're very we're generalizing right now. Yeah. I mean, let's just cold outside. We're not here for nuance. We're here. We're here to generalize. No, I'm here for smoke. I'm here for all you guys. <laughs> you, smoke, we're here for. <laughs> uh. Horses in the back. Horses in the back. Four stock is attached. <laughs> oh, oh man. Speaking of the stock attachment, if you were playing any Call of Duty game and you don't pick up the stock attachment, I question your cognitive functioning as a human being. Pick up the stock attachment, bro. It helps your gun not do nonsense so you can kill people. Uh, anyway, I'm off my rant. Um, I don't know why you're looking at me. I just, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> okay. Speaking of getting emotional, Warner Brothers is uh, causing me some emotional distress. Now... I've heard from sources who've heard from sources who know somebody who knows somebody to kill people that call the number 555-5555 and says that extension 555 DCEU is not really going to be a thing anymore which hurts but it makes sense like but does it really I mean financial sense oh 100% yeah yeah cuz you can't just <laughs> you can't you, money you can't. on the back end. Listen, if you got the horses in the back, what's coming in the front? Right. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of sad about that. If it, if this is in fact true, I'm sad about that. Mm-hmm. But if the result is better movies, in the long run, I'm okay. Because DC's been getting talking about getting slandered. DC's been getting slandered for a minute. Rightfully so, in most cases. Listen, we're not going to talk about. The first Superman movie. <laughs> My man caught a bullet with his eye. I'm Superman s- Begins? <laughs> no, Superman Returns. Sorry. Fam, I'm still confu- con- I'm, I can't speak English. How? Who thought that was a good scene? The Iron Curl. Man, yeah. Well, Now, that's more down to nitpicking. Uh, Green Lantern. The movie no one talks about. Let's the talk, movie, the movie that literally got executed in a different movie. <laughs> yes, it's been executed literally every movie since. True. Animated, Marvel. Yeah. It's the one movie when Ryan Reynolds kills him, kills himself in his other movie to take shots at his own movie, fam. Well, you, wait, are you talking about Deadpool 2? Yeah. He, okay. And then, in, I remember, I think it was in Deadpool 1, he had the throwaway line where he's just like, he's like, green just doesn't look good on me. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> as long as it's not a green suit. Yes. It's it's consensus, like. It's a horrible movie. Oh, yeah. 110%. Like, Ryan Reynolds is, is a great actor. He's able to. He's Detective Pikachu, and that movie looks interesting, kind of. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna exci- see it because of Reynolds. Yeah, I'm more excited to see that than Captain Marvel. Let's just say that. Uh, You're not the only one. It's trying to be the only one. <laughs> say it that way. Uh, but they've gone on record. Like they've made some really great movies. Don't get us wrong. They've made great movies, but it's never been consistent. That's their issue. So if it's not going to be consistent, how then are they going to be able to make a continuity across all these movies and make a good storyline. 
do you think they follow the animated movie formula? Because, technically, we all know about the overarching Justice League, and we all know about this and that, but there isn't one giant movies. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of singular movies, and then they all team up for one movie, and then they all go their separate way. There isn't, like, we could talk about, like, Batman Bad Blood. Yeah. We could talk about um, Under the Red Hood. We could talk about... Crisis on Infinite Earths. I think you're right in saying that maybe they are trying to follow that, but the reason why it's failing, if that is the case, is because uh, at this point, all the movies are already relying on previous context. Like, if you're watching the movie at some point, you already know the storyline getting to that point. True. Um, Because... Let's face it, a lot of those people that are watching it, they've probably watched the Justice League uh, and Justice League Unlimited TV shows. They've probably watched Superman, Batman, the animated series. They've probably watched Static Shock. They've probably watched Teen Titans. They've probably watched all these other shows Son that of somehow Batman. like still yeah. like fold into the overarching universe that is DC. Mm-hmm. So the animated series is like they're not that they're relying on it, they've already worked hard enough to be able to fall back on that. So they just, know people have like that back catalog. The, I just don't the, understand what the like. Well, the DCEU is, is trying so, to do so that, bad? but it, but they have nothing to fall back on. They've tried and they failed more times than they've succeeded. Here's my thing: they're succeeding in areas that they're not expecting to succeed. Yeah, they're expecting Superman to be a smash. It's not. You get one Batman. Not really Batman. Swap him out for a different Batman. Mm-hmm. Still not quite hitting. Yeah. Wonder Woman's going to be good. It's a world hit. Oh, okay, cool, fine. We're going to do Justice League. Yeah, nobody watches mm-hmm. it. Cyborg looks terrible. Get rid of the whole suit. Yeah. Go buy a new suit. Mm-hmm. Go buy him some latex. That'd be. Go get him some Lululemon latex. That would body paint. <laughs> that would actually Lululemon would actually look better than that CGI suit. Mm-hmm. It was that bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aquaman's going to be pretty good. Another smash. Financially, hitting. They hit a lick with that Still one. Still surprised about that one, but... I don't understand. Well, I understand how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all understand Jason how. Jason Momoa. CGI, pecs. again? The pecs. Not great. <laughs> Jason Momoa, the saving feature. The story, actually, I was like, oh, I was getting kind of bored, but then it hit at the right spot, and I was like, oh, okay, this is... Like, at first, I started the movie on, like, this is a solid five. And then we got up to an eight, and then we dropped down to a six, and we ended up at, at I, the movie ended up at a, as an eight for me. Yeah, I think I I gave it like a six point five or seven. Yeah, you guys were heavy on the. Yeah. You guys did not like the CGI <laughs> at all, dog. When you never mind, we're not, we're not about to get into that. The the point being is if if you're, I think you're correct in the way you're assessing that. Maybe they're trying to follow uh, the animated universes. Um, formula. formula, but they don't have the backlog or the precursors or the context to do that. Are you- and they're trying to do it in a condensed format in order to like catch up because a lot of these people watching these movies, um, I would say probably 60 40 that people like in favor of people that have prior context. There's still a huge majority of people coming to see these movies that have no idea. So you have to rebuild that context. Yeah, like there's like I think one of the biggest reasons why Aquaman was so successful is cuz everyone was just like, well, Aquaman isn't strong when he's not in water. 
And I think that movie really changed that concept. Mm. The dude is a superhero through and through. It's just that his powers are amplified significantly when he's in the water. And then if he's in the water with his trident, it's a whole other game. Another thing that people don't know about Aquaman is he controls weather technically. Yeah. He can actually create thunderstorms. If he has his trident. If he has his trident. Yeah. And if he does that, it's kind of like a super, like, it's, it's like his ultimate move. He creates a thunderstorm, water and lightning. He gets charged up, but after the fight, he's got to go. Yeah. He's got to go sleep for like a week. Yeah, and that's really in most cases like typhoons and like rainstorms that eventually result in lightning because it's the trident of Poseidon. Yeah, Poseidon is the the god of waters, and water covers what seventy five percent of the planet. Yes. Yeah. So. Dude's way, dude's significantly more interesting and significantly more powerful than people get him credit for, and I think that was. He's a lot better than uh, the TV show they tried doing, or the iteration they brought in Smallville. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. (laughs) That was real bad. I was on the uh, fun fact. If you are on the DC streaming app, they have the forgotten pilot of the Aquaman show on there. Yeah, no, no, no. They had Justin Hartley who played Green Arrow in Smallville. Oh, yeah. He was Arthur Curry. Glad that didn't make it through. Yeah. Oh, that was going to be real bad. I mean, somehow they managed to get Supergirl through, so. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The slander will never stop for that show. As long as I live, the slander for that show, or until it gets a good consecutive one season that's actually pretty good, the slander will never stop. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But anyways, let us know what you think, why DC continues to fail. Or how Marvel is going to approach their streaming service. And then I think someone just posted up recently. We just got the anniversary of Dark Knight, which someone said, I think it was Dark Knight Returns. Someone said, are we classifying um, the late Heath Ledger's Joker as the best cinematic villain of all time? And I was like, I don't know. And then the comment section was like, yes, yes, no. Somebody said something stupid about Doctor Who, and I immediately canceled that person. <laughs> I was like, you're not, you're irrelevant. But somebody was like, while Heath Ledger's is the best we've seen so far, let's give Joaquin Phoenix a chance. And I was like, that might be the best thing I've heard all day. Maybe the Batman in that movie isn't great, but if the Joker in that movie is dope, DC has a chance. Mm-hmm. The rebrand would be strong. The rebrand would be very strong. And let's be honest, the reason Infinity, Inf- Infinity War is dope is because Thanos. Yeah. Uh, from the get-go, when you see bodies dropped, like you're like, yo, this dude means business. <laughs> nice. Heroes only as good as his villain. For sure. Joker says that to Batman how many times? At least six that I can count. Yes. It's all about the villain. Who's the villain in your life? (laughs) We're not trying to make this comment. Carbs. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the keto gang out here. Gang gang. Gang gang. All all the bread. None of the bread. (laughs) We out here eating fatty foods and steak. Setting fire to it. 
<laughs> Rising yeast. You know why? Because there's always money in the banana stand. Spirit gun on deck. Pull up if you want to. Stay strapped. That's about it. Yeah. So snow. It's a snow snow lose week. Ha! Ah, it's a slow news week. And on that note, it's a snow's leak. Snow. Snow. It's rubbing off. Yeah. You're, it's snow <laughs> loose because there ain't no one going to school. <laughs> 11 days. Are, this school district has had 11 days ne- out of school. It's supposed to be negative 22? Tomorrow? Yo. Fam, I got to go start my car. Right now. <laughs> right now. I'm going to let it run all week. Jeez. That's going to be ridiculous. But thus is life. Anyways, thanks for listening to another episode of Even More About Nothing. Make sure you're following us on all social media at E-Man Podcast yep. on Instagram and Twitter. Yep, yep. Tweet yep. us sometime. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. We would love to maybe roast you yep. for your poor life choices or maybe something terrible happened when you're trying to plan uh, your airline miles. Let us know. Yeah. Budget boys will come through and not be helpful because we are not certified to do any of this. None of that. But we can tell you some stuff, though. Yes. Also, we're on Facebook. Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Yep. Uh, give us a like. Comment, also, review. we're on every single streaming platform for this podcast. All Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Stitcher, Anchor, Podbean, Google Podcasts. Gimlet. All of that. All of it. All of it. Make sure you're following us. Leave a review. Rate us. We're appreciative that you guys do that. And then make sure you're following all our company stuff at White Noise LLC. Yeah. Yeah. There's always money in the banana stand. Stay strapped with it. Yeah. Stay strapped with the banana stand. Spare a gun on deck. Highlight me if you want to. You don't want no smoke. None of it.